0: Hello and welcome to the Who's Podcast. with me Phil and me Paul and on this week's show we'll be continuing with our series 4 retrospective and this week it's the turn of the unicorn and the wasp. Um, but first, let's have a bit of news, and um, we, we we've said last week we might be hungover for this week recording, but we're, yes, we're, we're not now, are we? No, no, fine. No, we had a sort of rather enjoyable uh, evening last night celebrating Tony's birthday. Yes. So uh,
1: I suspect he is because
0: he was still drinking when we left. He was indeed. Yes. Well, it was his house, so yes, <laughs> he is allowed <laughs> to. <laughs>
1: Whether, whether his wife and daughter would appreciate that, I have no idea. Depending <laughs> on how drunk he got, whether he left after us, yeah. <laughs> he, he never seems to get drunk though. That's the thing. Well, no, well until he just then just collapses. And exactly. <laughs> yeah. The table. It's instant with him, isn't it? So. Yeah. <laughs> and someone has to carry him home.
0: <laughs> well, he's in his own well, house. He was home.
1: He was home exactly, so he doesn't worry about that. No. So I've just got to drag him up the stairs. We've got in trouble before for trying to sober him up with coffee, haven't we? So. Yeah, and he was too pissed to tell us that coffee makes him worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear,
0: we'll never live that one down. No. Okay, right, let's do some news, because uh, there's quite a few things this week, actually. Um, obviously, the, the first sort of big thing this week was the first official uh, photograph of Matt Smith and Jenna um, Louise Coleman was released. Yes, yeah, so that's um so at least i I feel we can actually talk about it now because <laughs> uh, okay, it's official if you say it's an official photograph, then it's it's not really a spoiler, yeah. you know it's it's an official release um and obviously she's wearing modern dress,
1: yes um but but as this is what is there at the moment, filming one of the following episodes, not her first episode, yeah. We don't still don't really know from what period she she could come from as to that she's just changed into modern dress, yeah. That's right, so, that's right. So it's uh, and I like the mystery surrounding this
0: at the moment, yeah. You know, there is that sort of rumor going around what her character's name might be. Um, you can probably read that for yourselves, uh, dear listeners. We're not gonna. Discuss that here because I it's, say it's it's not enough. It hasn't been officially released. If it's even true, yeah. What a name is. It could just be someone misheard it. Yeah. For, for all we know. So uh, yeah. So we'll leave that one well alone. But the um, other, other, other thing of this photograph is the Matt Smith's costume is different as well. Yeah. So I don't know if that's uh, him sort of messing around because he always said he wanted to mess around with the with the costume a bit more. Keep keep it evolving.
1: Yeah, but you just never know with, pub- especially it is a publicity photo as to whether they're just doing it to see how we can get stories going. Well, uh, apparently, there, well I say apparently there was apparently there
0: was location photographs with, with him in that costume. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just sort of him to try and blend in with whatever the episode it is, or it's just a new take on on the Doctor's outfit. But yeah, it's sort of morphing back into Hartnell's. <laughs> with the old, uh long sort of frock coat and waistcoat look actually what if that's intentional
1: uh yeah i don't i know. don't know. i thought probably
0: just reading far too much into it
1: yeah i mean you don't yeah. know you don't know what era that's <coughs> setting or whatever of the episode they're filming do you so yeah no, that's it
0: that's it but another um now this was something we we sort of heard about last week but we didn't want to mention because nothing was um sort of actually confirmed but it's been now been reported that um Doug Ray scott has been on location as well yeah so that's quite a um a, a big name attached to it
1: mm.
0: so who who he is and what episode it is i've no idea but uh yeah so that's that'd be quite interesting to see how how he how he turns out um now another um piece of news happened during the week was a a a documentary was discovered um for uh not official Doctor Who, this was the for one of the Peter Cushing Doctor Who films. It was the Daleks Invasion of twenty one fifty AD. Um it was a little documentary founded part of um there was a <laughs> I have seen clips of, <laughs> of this uh, particular programme and it just sums up the sixties in four words, really. It was a um a teen culture show as they call it here, and it was called A Whole Scene Going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I bet the words fab and groovy were used a lot as well, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, so basically what it is, um, there's sort of on-set footage of uh, the director, Gordon Fleming, um, sort of directing Peter Cush and loads of Daleks on set as well. So, um, there was actually a missing-believe, no, a missing-believe-white thing, really. Um, but it was found in um Wales somewhere. So I don't know how it how it actually sort of found its way down there. Um but it's amazing. But there's all sorts of other bits and pieces on this little um clip as well. And have got the Spencer Davis group are on there and uh, singer songwriter Judy Collins. And I for laugh me, I can't remember what the hell she sang there. Um yeah,
1: I'm a bit Yeah. On that, yeah. Could I tell yeah. you the Spencer Davis group stuff if you wanted to, but not Judy Collins. No, that's it. Yeah. Um I mean, the yeah. encouraging thing is the fact that things are still being found. Oh, it? It's just gotcha. another thing that's turned up and you just sort of... Well, you know, hopefully somewhere out there there's still episodes of Doctor Who to be found. Yeah, that's it. They're like, fingers crossed for that. Fingers yep.
0: crossed. Um, but apparently this footage... Um, they're in the process of, of returning a um, digital copy back to the BBC to put in their archives. Um, but the... I think the people who found this sort of, um kaleidoscope they're doing um an an event next um actually it' it's this gone actually it was yesterday uh, Saturday night for june um so we are sort of hoping to show that footage there so whether that um happened or not we'll'll we'll no doubt find out during the course of the week yes yes so um now another thing that sort of i think happened as we recorded last week um the kleptomania. Which uh, I'll collect about 18, which happened in Milton Keynes in the UK, uh, managed to uh, get to go five surviving doctors on stage. So, yeah, yeah, so in no particular order, it was. That's a
1: pretty low key thing,
0: actually. It was, actually, yeah, yeah. For that. So, in no particular order, you had uh, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, Tom Baker, Paul McGann, and Peter Davison. Now, um, obviously, the big. Sort of um, question that there were bound all bounds have been asked: is would they return for the show's fiftieth anniversary? Um, Which, although the only reports I've got anyway, is on what Tom Baker said and Sylvester McCoy and Colin Baker's responses. So um, Tom Baker said he 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 would consider it if they would sort of if they did something, as he said, if they did something witty,
1: yeah. Yeah, And he said he just didn't want to just be wheeled on for the sake of being wheeled yeah, on. Yeah, that's it. Or, or to put it in
0: these words, he did, he doesn't want to be paraded through as some shagged out old icon of the last century. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think before that he was saying that Doctor Who killed his career stone dead. Yeah, because um, I think it, it, what, what I think what he was sort of saying that if he did, um, he, he played Macbeth, and they want the audience wanted him to play Macbeth in the style of the Doctor. Yeah, so he I'm, did. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, th- I think I think the. So he did bit was probably the thing that killed his career stone dead rather than Yeah. I have to say Rather actually, than the show. The show itself. Yeah. Um you wonder whether, yeah, then it, if he then got a reputation of playing up to the audience and doing that, and people weren't going to employ him, were they? So Well, that's it. I mean you're right, he was just playing up to the audience.
0: Yeah. You know, um which, well, at the end of the day, any actor will do. Um It's it's a it's a Acting is is a to me it's like a a source of attention
1: seeking really isn't it so yeah, there's a certain amount of um i would say i want to say professionalism i don't know if I really want to say that word in terms of that but nah. you do, thought, not you not, know, not in this
0: podcast anyway people <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> yes yes <The> 2 do <laughs> don't go hand in hand really. it's it's not a word commonly used obviously. no it's not no. <laughs> um, but yeah i think i think other people can can get to do the part and walk away and quite happily then, never, ever have to refer to it. I don't think Tom Baker was ever going to do that. No, no, definitely not, definitely not.
0: Now, Sylvester McCoy, um, in response to the same question, said he would be interested in sort of coming back for the, for the, you know, the 50th. Um, yeah. However, Colin Baker initially just said no. Um, yeah. But then he went on to say he wanted want to know what they would want him to do before he would sort of, you know, turn it down outright.
1: Sylvester uh, well, McCoy said to him, "You'll be, you'll be hated," didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> I saying that. Well, I, to be honest, I can't say I blame him.
0: He was treated rather, rather badly by the BBC. Yeah, over that, and I, I suppose, sort of judging by that answer, I'm, I'm sort of
1: assuming, rightly or wrongly, that there's there's probably still a bit of bad blood there. Um, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose he's just something he's put behind him now so. yeah what well, the thing is he's, he's always been a great ambassador for the show he's always been more than happy to talk to fans about Doctor Who
0: I think it's just the yeah
1: I mean he's still, he's still done different conventions and whatever hasn't he yeah um,
0: so, and he's still doing the big finish stuff as yeah. well um, so you know they say it's not as if he he never wants to return to the role because obviously he has yeah um, but I think it's just the where the BBC's concerned I think maybe it might Sort of put yeah. a different spin on things, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Now, um, talking of actors sort of turning down Doctor Who, um, now you stumbled across this one, didn't you, Paul?
1: Well, it wasn't that difficult to find, I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't,
1: didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go. This is, this is your news item. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, just about Bill Nye saying that he turned down the role of being the Doctor. Um, said he couldn't say when he was offered it, but he felt it wasn't going to be very good for his career and didn't really want to go with the baggage that went with it. Yeah. So we can only presume that that was, at the time, there was rumours of him being the Doctor before Eccleston was announced as getting the role. In fact, even one paper actually printed that he was going to be the Doctor and quickly had to change it within hours as they was proved wrong. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Oh, newspaper proved wrong.
1: Yes. Cool. <laughs> so So, um, yeah. So it looks like it was actually then before uh, to do the actual relaunch of the show. He was asked to.
0: Be yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, reading between the lines, it was. Uh, yeah, it was obviously he's probably one of the first actors to be offered the role. But yeah, I'm kind of glad he did turn it down. To worse. Yeah. Because I, I thought Chris Rookerstone was fantastic to, to quote yeah. his doctor. And I, yeah, think Bill... I
1: think I think he gave it an energy that I don't know you'd have got.
0: With Bill Nye, yeah, and I think Bill Nye is Bill Nye, yeah, in everything he does. To yes. be honest,
1: I think I think that would that would be the problem. I mean, it'd be interesting to see him do it now, because it would have to be, because it would give you a completely different view of the Doctor. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Yeah, but as as a contrast, but I, yeah, I think he he may well have struggled as it been the to try and relaunch it with him. I well, don't if, think it would have grabbed the attention. No, probably not. Actually, I, 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 that
0: does make me wonder now if they could go back to an older actor in the in the role of the Doctor, because the, the audience that it's got now is used to seeing a, a you know a younger actor, and it's more energetic than the show ever was, yeah, in the old days. Um, so yeah, maybe it's gone. I hope not. I mean, I would like to see an older actor take on the role.
1: Yeah, I'd like to just just from the point of view that it would then give it something. Well, it
0: would take different. A, yeah, it... Yeah, would, it would either, as you say, take it in a different direction or take it back to how it was. And I'd I'd like to see him do something different with an older act rather than take it back to how who used to be. Yeah. Because I don't think it would survive if it was like who used to be. No,
1: no. Well, the, the whole format's totally different, isn't Yeah, it? So exactly. Yeah. In terms of length and how episodes are constructed. Yeah.
0: So, no, that's quite... Um, it's quite interesting, though, that he was actually offered, because it was just all speculation, really, wasn't it? I wonder who else was. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that will come out in the next uh, next five years or so. <laughs> so. I'd like to know who else was up for the role um, when Matt Smith got it. Yeah. Um, because they did audition other actors, because Moffat was looking for an older actor, wasn't he? Yeah. But then he just settled on Matt Smith, so, um, which was... Genius, yeah. actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to argue. No, with that. definitely not. Definitely not. Um, now, last last piece of news. Um, there was a little um, poll um, in the Radio Times um, to see who was the um, the, the fans' favourite ever monster uh, monsters. So, um, apparently, it was a poll of over ten thousand Doctor Who fans took part in this. Um, now. The surprise, and I found it a surprise anyway, the, the, the runaway winner was the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Uh, he took the number one
1: spot with 49.4% of the vote. I mean, this tends to be a bit a case of the... You usually get... It's just like when they do... When you get radio stations do these countdowns uh. of the best ever singles or whatever yeah. of all time. And you'll find in the top three, there's usually... Well, in the top five, there's usually three from the current year. Yeah. Because people seem to have a very short it, memory span as to... Yeah, I mean... The, and there's going to be a lot of fans that who have voted in that poll have never seen the classic series.
0: Well, it's interesting you, you say that because um, coming in at um, eight and nine respectively, you've got the Zygons and the Ice Warriors. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's the older fans um, doing that or it's because they're so at the moment there's, there's so many mentions of the Zygons and the Ice Warriors and, you know, are they coming back for Series 7, blah, blah, blah. Well, it is, again, it's just, as you say, it's just in the public consciousness at the moment.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, well, I, I suspect that they're, they're low because they're, they haven't been in the new series. No, that's it. And nobody who's... Any villain that's not been in the new series is not going to stand a chance of winning that poll. Well,
0: um... Let's really make it. So number one, you've got the Weeping Angels. Uh number two the Daleks, which took seventeen percent of the votes. So that's a that's a big gap between the two. So it really was a, a runaway winner yeah. there. Number three was the silence. Yeah. Uh which we just over were well, nearly twelve percent of the vote. Uh number four, the master. Yeah. Number five, the Narada. Yeah. I mean, which is yeah. Again, recent stuff. Number six, the Cybermen. Number seven, Davros. Uh, number eight, Zygons. Number nine, the Ice Warriors. And coming at number ten, the Sontarans.
1: Yeah. Well, I, f- I, f- I think, yeah, when you get to the middle part of that and you're saying who's there in terms of ahead of the classic villains, then mm. that does tend to say where the poll's going. Yeah, really. that's right. That's
0: right. So, yeah, if we do another poll next year, it'll be someone completely different. Whoever this year's yeah, big, it, big it, bad it, is, you know.
1: Belby, yeah, someone from.
0: from it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting poll. A bit. Redundant, but yeah, interesting. <laughs> okay, then, folks. Well, that's the uh, I think that's the news done for this week. Is any anything else you've you've discovered since we've been chatting away there, Paul? No, nah, no nothing right. at all. Okay, then, so uh, for another week, then that was the news. Okay. It's time to continue with uh, The Retrospective Series 4. And this week it's the turn of the unicorn and the wasp. Agatha Christie. What about That's me.
1: No. <laughs> You're kidding. Agatha Christie. I was just talking about you the other day. I said I bet she's brilliant. I'm the Doctor. This is Donna. So
0: what do we think? Uh, do you want to go first? I'll go. F- okay. I'll go first then. Um, looking back to when I f- when I first watched it, I didn't really care for this one. Yeah, particularly when I first watched it, but when I watched it again um, today, I actually found myself
1: rather enjoying it. I'm surprised. Well, surprised you said that because I don't think either of us were particularly bothered about what came of no. the game. Well, no, we weren't, and no. I actually quite enjoyed it as well, which hey. is why I thought I let you go first because I thought I might actually have a different view, but obviously not.
0: No, no, I did. I did rather enjoy this one. Um, it's not a, a perfect episode by no. any stretch of the imagination. Um, but then again, we're Doctor Who fans. Nothing's perfect
1: for yeah. us. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you wouldn't say, "Oh, it's well written." I mean, if you want to sit there, and I suspect before we finish, we will have pulled it apart apart. Oh, expert. yes, well, as we always do. As we always but, do. But no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the worst forty-five minutes to, have to sit and watch it. Was, no, it, it goes was... along at a reasonable pace. Yeah, well, I, mean, I do have, um, I have quite a few sort of neatly little
0: problems with it. Um, and I think that the big one for me is the is the actual monster of the week, the Vespa yes. film, yeah. Um, which while it looked fantastic, the, you know, the the, the animation on, on the giant wasp was was you know looked brilliant. Um, I just thought it was a bit of a crap monster.
1: Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just an odd idea. Yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's 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 two things with this. I, I thought looking at this episode to actually enjoy it. There's two things. One, you've got to be able to. <clears throat> Ignore the fact that the person turns into this giant wasp. Yeah, and two, I think you've got to like Catherine Tate's performance as Donna. Yeah. Um... If you've got a problem with her, then you're going to have a problem with this because it is very heavy on her.
0: Yeah, this one was definitely played for laughs,
1: wasn't it? I know it was yeah. meant to be sort of like a um,
0: you know a murder mystery featuring Agatha Christie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely played for laughs. Um, and, for the and, most, she's, and she's the main yeah, source of that exactly And I think for the most part it worked
1: Yeah but um, I think actually, it, probably this episode I could only see working with Donna as the companion Well, it's funny because when I was um, watching this today A sort of thought occurred to me
0: There's certain things that, that happen and, and certain lines that the Doctor says I can imagine the fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane in this story because I think this sort of story would suit Tom Baker rather well.
1: Yeah, to that extent, um,
0: I could see him. But yeah, and Sarah, like Sarah Jane going off investigating on her own—that's that, you being that character being her element doing that.
1: Yeah, but not in—I the... I don't think—quite the comedy side of it. No. from No point of view. No. T- well, Whereas... Tom
0: Baker, he would—he
1: would fulfil the comedy. Yeah, role, oh, yeah. He? Oh, yeah. You'd have to yeah. change. You'd have to change the roles around. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of he'd have to have all the funny lines and. Um... Or have to have all the the wide eyed moments, yeah. But, but she I, I, does yeah, in
0: this. It just, it just occurred to me today when I was watching. It, I thought, yeah, I could really see Tom Baker and Liz Sladen doing this one, yeah. So it's uh yeah um, but as we sort of talking about the, the the comedy, there was sort of some nice sort of. bits and again, it, it um one of them featured Donna, and I was sort of skipping sort of forward to the Boris to the end when they were in the drawing room. And they sort of got them all the suspects together and saying going through the evidence. I just like the way that like Donna was sitting in the back as if she was watching a play. Yeah. So like, oh, oh, oh he oh she did it then, and she kept sort of she was like eating, wasn't she? Like it was sort of like yeah. eating popcorn at a, at a movie. It was it, I did quite like that. Um, but there was another sort of um, when he he called her the his, his plucky girl assistant. Yeah. As a reaction to that, so like, I'll pluck you in a minute, which I yeah. thought was rather near the knuckle for. For, uh, for Doctor Who, to be honest, um, and the other bit, the other one said that this particular scene was played for comedy was the the cyanide antidote scene. Yeah. I don't
1: like that scene. No, no, I think it's too much. Bit, see, I, I do like. I do. I did. I did laugh at the bit though when he's he's flapping his hands and she was going, "Is it a song? Is it a film?" Yeah, I'm she goes, mummy. <laughs> yeah, mammy. <laughs> and then it's then it goes. Then, then, then it cuts away and it comes back to. her. She's going, towering inferno. No. <laughs> yeah, and I'd the just, fact, and the fact then that she's the only companion that kissing him would be a magic, a, I mean, a big
0: shock. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there, there was one line I did like because obviously earlier in in the um, in the episode, it's it's established that the the son and the footman are having an yeah. affair. Um, and just when the doctor runs his ginger beer to the to the foot, he goes, "I beg your pardon." Yeah. <laughs> so I did like I did like that. As if he he was sort of, uh, sort of you, you're insinuating my sexuality, sir. So I did I did quite like that. Was, that was a good line. I did like that. But uh, yeah, but I just thought it, it just I don't know. It just went on a bit too. It was a bit too ridiculous. Yeah, for, for me, you know, you know all the. I know you were saying about the you know the mime and mammy and Terran inferno and all, and all that, but I thought that was it. Just didn't sit right with me.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think
0: yeah, it, it probably could have been a bit shorter, but you no, know, yeah. I don't quite like that. No, I, I wasn't a fan of that one, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's still enjoyable though, you know, because it, it was done like a um, basically like a anger for Christie. You got sort of like the your stereotypical. Sort of characters, haven't you, from from those sort of books? Well,
1: yeah, it you was know, a you know, cross between Agatha Christie and Cluedo, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, you know, the country house and professors and reverends and the you know, the lady of the yeah. manor and butlers and stuff. You know, so yeah, it was. I, I, quite, I did quite. It hit all the all the right notes in that respect. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I did really like that, um, but also like the the bit with the, with the flashbacks when the Doctor was was. Questioning what where they were. Yeah, and every time someone sat in the chair, they had a flashback. Yeah. But what I like, you heard what they were telling the doctor, but you, you saw what really happened. Yeah. You know, so you had, you know, the old, um, the old sort of Christopher going, ben- going. yeah, so Christopher yeah. Benjamin's character just having a look at sort of, uh, he was sort of, he's reminiscing about Mafeking or whatever, and he was looking at Dirty Mag, so. <laughs> So I did quite like that, um,
1: and, and the fact, yeah, when yeah, and the, which then he, he then had the flashback he had while he was sitting looking at the the magazine, yeah, <laughs> and he says he says come back to us, right? And he went back to the, the no no right back to <laughs> <laughs> as he came out of the flashback within a flashback, the
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. That was good. Um, and the other thing was that Felicity Kendall's character was just basically an old drunk, yeah. You know, just sort of sw- sw- swilling back the uh, the gin at every opportunity. So that, 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 you know, it was it was quite it was quite good. You know, it, you know a, I can't sort of quite put my finger on, on why i in it because I'm I'm not Gareth Roberts biggest fan. No, um, and I know he's got plenty of um, plenty of plaudits, um, but I've never been that fussed about his writing before.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I, it was. You sort of think, oh, his ones tend to be more, I don't know, simplistic in some ways. Uh be, because I think that's why he writes better for Sarah Jane. Yeah. Or did write better for Sarah Jane, I should say. But then it's interesting in this that you've then got, A, the the Felicity Kendall's taking to the drink. You've got the uh, relationship between the son and the... um, And the footman. Footman, yeah. Yeah. So, of not uh, children's themes, more adult themes in this, but a very much of a, a sort of children's view of who done it and games sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A slightly it, odd mix, but... I think it works for, for the most part, Yeah, definitely.
0: You know, I really, I really did, you know, I thought it, it was, in, in, in a lot of places it was very, very good. It was just, I just think the actual, um, as we already said, the actual monster of the week wasn't that good I just, I just think it was a little bit sort of poorly realised it was a very cheap effect for it to, for him to change from human form into the, into, into the wasp form Yeah, you know a bit of purple smoke um, but yeah I, yeah, I think that's, that's probably the one thing that sort of let it down really it's, yeah. it's, it's, um, especially if, you, if you've got sort of like um, here's a murder mystery you've got lights going out and someone wakes up with a knife in their back and that, and that brings me on to a, a, the scene at the dinner table um when the lights go out they hear the buzzing noise of the wasp i don't know how that could have happened because the reverend was just sitting there yeah and he wasn't undergoing any transformation at the time and obviously you can see from the um his transformation he sort of felt a bit uncontrollable when he started buzzing yeah so yeah there's no purple yeah, that, lights and smoke either you know so
1: yeah that starts before it actually even starts before the lights go it out it does starts, yeah. Right? yeah 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 I mean, I didn't know if that was going to be explained by it was something the doctor had set up to try and see if anyone reacted to the buzzing sound. Yeah, but then it, then it wasn't explained as that, was it? So no, that's right. That's right. You wonder, wonder whether there was anything filmed or anything written that actually Could've suggested ex- that? Yeah, just explain that explained it, a bit it better. Yeah, but then just got edited out. Yeah, without um, anybody realizing what it left.
0: Now the other thing about um this was it called the was it called the Firestone or whatever it was called? The uh that yeah. that that's a th- necklace that the the Unicorn was uh, was attempting to steal. Um yeah. Now that was a, another um thing as well, that the whole unicorn thing that didn't really go anywhere in particular, did it?
1: No. No, that seemed to be
0: they sort of set it up at the beginning, so all oh, the unicorns on the loose, and you know, but nothing was
1: really. I mean, that, that that was almost in there just to give them the title, yeah. As 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 a strange title for it.
0: Yeah, it just sort of.
1: Hmm, I don't know. It, it just seemed a little bit. I suppose, again, redundant. I don't know. There there was yeah. bits in that, as I suppose, to give Agatha Christie something to deduce, i.e., spotting that the. Plants had been broken by something falling, mm. and then working out who but it, she was. But it was like another mystery that wasn't really needed because you you already no. had that big
0: mystery of uh, who was committing the murders. Yeah, um, without having this um, master thief in their midst as well. Yeah, which didn't really go anywhere. No, you know, and and sort of really exposed rather quickly, for that matter.
1: Yeah, and. I mean yeah and considering they were sort of they are sort of rushing through it Mm. it's yeah it's just another layer there you wonder actually whether they just didn't it was just there's a sense of oh well we'll stick that in and it's something else in there just to keep the story going Um, because you wonder really where else they wanted to go with this story It's, it's not enough time to really draw it out as a whodunit no it's not no and but probably is over too quickly unless you're going to keep killing people at a rapid pace mm. to string it out so i suppose there has to be some other story going on now talking about sort of the the,
0: the murder mystery aspect to this um my whole sort of problem with with the whole, with the vespi form thing Now, i'm i'm trying to figure out when the murders are actually committed is he commit committing them in the shape of a wasp or as a human, because the opening scene when Professor Peach is killed in the library, you see the a shadow holding up the the, uh, the lead piping, and then you see the Professor Peach fruit in wasp vision for want of a better better, better yeah. description, um, and you hear all the buzzing and everything. You see the camera sort of rise up, so you can see. Obviously, you meant led to assume that the wasp is now sort of floating in mid air, but then you see the. The, the shadow of the lead piping in had been held in a human hand. Yeah, and the same thing again with um, when uh, Lady Edison's son is murdered in, in the dining room; where he was stabbed in the back. Again, was that the wasp doing that? I was. You, it the, or was, or was it the the, the Reverend in,
1: Reverend Go Lightly in human form? Presumed that it's supposed to be the wasp. Your your, your feeling is that he doesn't know quite necessarily. Yeah. I just like to know how What's the happening. how the wasp is holding a length of lead piping or holding a knife. Uh, it's it's not it's just it's just similar to a wasp. No we didn't actually see what its what its arms look like. You well, did, You it, you had did. it just said you said legs didn't it? And it's got that whopping great big sting, so why isn't it using that to kill people? Ah, <laughs> uh, because it's 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 taking its views on it taking It's views from Agatha Christie
0: novels, yes. yes.
1: Yeah you're right. Yeah. and what is supposed to happen. Yeah. So But yeah, it's just
0: the fact that it, 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 there was no way it could have held a length of lead pipe And, and plus the fact it, it, it gives the game away because you see a human hand in like in shadow
1: holding the pipe. It wasn't a wasp, so... I, I think, you know, there's, there's a point on this where it's... They've slightly got themselves in a... They sort of back sort of a, bit, a bit of a corner, haven't they? Yeah. It, yeah, it's sort of...
0: Um, I think the murder mystery, you know, having, having the Doctor in a murder mystery... Um, setting is is, is, a, is a is a good idea. I mean, they had the anyway robots of death, yeah. Which again was uh, um, for those you don't know that was a, um, a, a Tom Baker and Leela story, also um, Louise Jameson to give her a proper name. Um, yeah, so that was again that was just basically a murder mystery, and again instead of a, a country house, you you were set on that big mining um, vessel. You know, so it was yeah yeah you know, it's the same, it's the same sort of thing, and everyone everyone had a motive for for committing the the murders, and so I always think that it does work quite well that that character in that sort of setting, and to bring in Agatha Christie, um, which has always seemed to have a um, a real life character
1: from history, popping up in Who every once in a while, so um, I thought it was it was quite a good choice actually. Yeah, it's, it's just as you say they they do tend to know the modern series that has to have a monster of the week. Mm. So, how you're going to do that otherwise? I don't know. Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, again, it could, they could have just had it. You know, it could
0: have just been you know the unicorn committing the murders. It, it, it's also like the they, they As you say, they bought the unicorn in just so they could get that title. Yeah, um, but then didn't really do anything with the character. No. The situation. Either I know she she sort of um, took her opportunity to swipe the firestone whilst the lights were out, which is fair enough. But but then it was just sort of oh you've you've rumbled me, and that was it. Yeah, it did seem a bit yeah a bit that that sort of thing just seemed a little bit a little bit rushed to me. But oh well oh well again maybe I just sort of being over, overly critical. But so it, it was a good um,
1: I hate using the word but it was a
0: good romp of a story.
1: Yeah, no. I say I, I enjoyed it. Just um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was a, it was a one of my favourites or no. even close. But no, no it, it was okay. It was certainly not as bad as I was I was as I seem to remember it to be. Yeah, I, I seem to
0: sort of remember when I watched it originally. I was I was just left a little bit nonplussed by it at the time because everybody sort of raved about you know what a great sort of witty episode. And I I just didn't get the. Sort of the, the attention showered upon it at the time. Yeah. I can see what people are talking about now, but I'm not, as I said earlier, I'm not one of Gareth Roberts' biggest fans, to be honest. And I always I, say I think he writes better for, or did write better for Sarah Jane. Um, but if you look at what he'd, he'd written previously for Doctor Who, um, he did uh, The Shakespeare Code. Yeah. Uh, which is okay. I suppose. Um, the Lodger, which I quite liked, but then he repeated it again in Closing Time, which I hated. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, <laughs> that's just one that I just, uh, you know, I never willed like
1: because I just thought it was, it was just a lazy script. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was too much like The Lodger, wasn't it? It was, originally? yeah. It was just the uh, remake. But
0: again, that. everyone loved Closing Time. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand it myself. I really don't. Um, but he also uh, co-wrote Planet of the Dead as well. So, less said about that, the better, really. <laughs> We've discussed that one at length. Yes. Yes, we, we don't want to go back there, thank you very much.
1: Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, but... I mean, there, there was other bits about this. There was the throwing in of different titles, Agatha Christie titles, all the way through. Yeah, I was going
0: to try and um, count them, how many there were, but... Um yeah it i
1: was... could I could be bothered in the end <laughs> and i i couldn't work out whether it was too many or just done in too obvious a way, yeah, some of them did were a little bit um like when the doctor drank the um
0: the poison drink, yeah she, oh sparkling cyanide, yeah, yeah, that was a little bit um bit silly um but yeah there was there was sort of the other things
1: about like Donna mentioning books and characters and and saying copyright I mean the, copyright, the probably yeah. the best one was the when he was saying when they went down he was saying about he was writing a book the um professor was writing a book did he find out something and the lady in waiting turned around and goes oh that's just a dead man's folly yeah it was probably about the best use of one I think <laughs> but, <laughs> um yeah some of the other ones were just a bit too yeah it's a bit, bit obvious maybe a little bit shoehorned in as well yeah yeah it's almost as if they was playing it's almost like when you see these people having in interviews where they play games that are trying to get as many song titles or whatever. Yeah, and that's of, right. That's right. It's sort of turn that and you're just thinking, well, does it really need this in a in a properly written program? If it was all something that was being done um off the cuff, mm. you could say it's quite yeah, clever and funny but yeah, to actually sit there and write it.
0: Well, it just reminds, yeah, it just reminds me bit. a bit too much of um, Tooth and Claw, where they kept sort of trying to get the the, the, um, the queen to say, "You know, we are not amused." Yeah, it just felt a little bit like that, and it, it got a bit, um, especially with Donna, kept mentioning all the Agatha Christie novels or characters or whatever. It, it just yeah. got a little bit sort of grating in the end. Yeah, I'm, do it yeah, once, sort of. but don't keep repeating the same trick. I think Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's few bits in that. Yeah, you know, it was funny the first time, and do something different if you're gonna well, have a. a, a okay, they are trying to go for some sort of running gag, but um, it's got to be a good gag to to keep to, to yeah. keep the momentum going. So, yeah, but uh, now, um, obviously, one thing we haven't sort of mentioned is Agatha Christie herself. No, um,
1: I thought Fenella Walgar was quite good in the role. Yeah, I think yeah. Trade it and also in terms of keeping the doctor in check as well. In certain points, about him saying, Oh, this is fun, yeah. She reminding him that someone's been killed, and I'll help you. I'll, you know, we'll work on this if we can find out what's going on, but not just for your amusement, mm.
0: which again reminded me of Tooth and Claw, yeah. You know, the the doctor and Rose were just having a little bit too much fun, and people were I thought there was it was it the queen that reminded them, you know, people yeah. are dying here, um, yeah. So I thought, yeah, it was good that she kept him kept him in check um, and I did like the fact that she was you know used to sort of solve the mystery yeah in, you know in conjunction with the doctor um, it wasn't the the usual thing what well, seems out like they sort of bring in characters and then they sort of left down uh, it's left to the doctor to do everything and they just sit there in amazement at how he knows all this thing yeah that's it um, so yeah. I thought it was good that she used her to solve the mystery yeah rather than, rather than just being a bystander yeah so yeah I thought that that I thought that was good. Um but the, the, the we 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 briefly discussed this before um we started recording. And Obviously that they worked in um into the story that sort of like a little bit of history um from Agatha Christie's personal life where she disappeared for um was it 10 or 11 days wasn't it? Yeah. Um no, we 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 sort of like well we, we should talk about this we don't really know much about it but we can just sort of um deduce they got the year right 1926, but not the uh, not the time of year. Because she actually disappeared in December 1926.
1: And this appeared yeah. to be in the summer, didn't it? Yeah, after that, that was going to be very cold on the lawn. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I wasn't I wasn't sure. I knew, she, I knew it was 1926. I, just wasn't, I wasn't sure on the date as to when she was supposed to have disappeared. No, that's right. So I know there's been a film, hasn't there, made of su- uh, supposing what happened and whatever.
0: That, what's that, um... uh, What's
1: her name? Um, Don't start asking me who's in it Vanessa Redgrave, yeah, and Dustin Dustin Hoffman, I think, was in it. Was it it the the Lady Vanishes? No, no.
0: That's an actual story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: I don't know. No, it's just. I think it was just called Agatha or something like that. Was it? um, I don't know. Yeah, but there has been lots of different theories as to where she went, but was never ever has never ever been explained. No. Um, and she wasn't going to tell anyone either, was she? No. But, uh,
0: but I did think she was very, very, you know, um, very well used. Yeah. Actually. Um, but I, actually, I'm going to say pretty much like Charles Dickens was.
1: Yes. Yeah, prob- probably about the best use of a historical character. Yeah. Yeah. That and Dickens have probably been the best too. As in, yeah, yeah Shakespeare was, was probably neither here nor there, really. Yeah. Um, other than they had the set of the globe, didn't they? And they wanted to use that. Yeah, that's it. Um yeah, so I think we'll obviously we'll, we'll come on to
0: that one once yeah. we've uh, actually <laughs> when we get round to it. But um yeah, I thought it was a very, very good use of the character. I thought you know Fella Walgar was was very good in the role. Um I don't know, it is that she she's just sort got that not disrespect to her, but she she's got that face that sort of belongs in
1: the nineteen twenties if you if you see what I mean. Uh, yeah, I can, oh, yeah, I can understand what you're saying there. Yeah, you could imagine very much in the period drama sort of actress, isn't she?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I'd say I don't, look, don't be sort disrespectful to her, but you know, she she just looked the part. Yeah, you know, that's that's all. I, that's all. That's all. I I'm, I'm trying to say really,
1: she just looked the part. You know, so it's uh, yeah, probably more actually than any of the other actors. Yeah, who you didn't necessarily feel were. <laughs> no, that's it. Of that um, era. No.
0: Well, actually, I just saying that, it was good to see um, Christopher Benjamin... Yes. Um, ...back in it again. Um, he's another actor who's done that old and new Who as well now, isn't he?
1: Well, that's his third role, isn't it?
0: Uh, yes, I think you're right. It's Inferno. Yeah. Um Talons of Wenshine and now this. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, obviously, since this, is, this was... Um, this was filmed, this returned to the role of Henry Jago in um, the Big Finish um, uh, yeah. productions, hasn't he? So, which I still haven't listened to. No. We say this every week. <laughs> I'll quickly
1: and, and and, and reg- repulse on the fact that we haven't watched listened to any more Big yeah, Finish. Yes,
0: so, and then, <laughs> and then who's Hoosie podcast regular feature? <laughs> yes, we really must listen to some Big Finish.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> We, just, we might as well just record that, and we can just insert it as we want to in the yeah. future. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Is it time? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the new feature, the regular feature.
0: Yeah, so... Um, but I, I think he's just very, very... I think just he's a good actor. He plays those sort of roles really well. Yeah. You know, so... Um, yeah. It was, it was just good to see him back in, back in Doctor Who proper again. Yeah. So there we go. There we go. So I think on the whole, I'd, I'd say it, it was better than I than I remembered it to be and I and I did rather enjoy it. I know yeah. we, we we said we've been quite sort of critical on certain points but maybe unnecess, unnecessarily so but
1: I think it's one of those ones where you just have to sort of slightly switch off. Yeah. And just let it go. Yeah, sit, And then you'll quite enjoy it but if you sit there and try and actually say well no I don't quite yeah this bit and I don't like that bit then you're not going to No that's, that's it. Sure. Is this, is he, you, if you want to sit there and pick pick through it, you can do. Yeah, that's right.
0: You can. And okay, yeah, we, we have in certain... I certainly have in, in certain bits and pieces, certain bits that, that to me just didn't make sense. Yeah. You know, but... Um, or things that were just... I can put it, sort of, you know, cul de story-wise. Yeah. They, they didn't really go anywhere. Like the, the unicorn character. You know, it went, it went absolutely nowhere. Um, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, on you know, on on the whole, it was enjoyable, and I think I I would, um, I would certainly wouldn't if I put the, the you know the box it on, I wouldn't skip through the episode like I would do with the Doctor's Daughter. No, you know, I would certainly sit down and um, I watch this one again.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, no, no problem with watching it again. Like. No, that's it, that's it. Okay, well, I, th- I think we've, I, th- I think I've right to leave that one on a high, actually
0: yes yes for once actually we so yes we both enjoyed it uh, after all these years so um, what's coming next then well next we obviously the next one in the series is Silence in the Library yes uh, which I'm quite looking forward to uh, to watching again
1: yeah be interesting that one I'm yeah my views changed on that one since I last yeah because I really like that one so yeah I wonder if it'll have the reverse effect this time yeah
0: hmm interesting interesting okay um so I think that's, that's it for another week then yep yep so for another week then it is goodbye from me Phil and goodbye from me Paul goodbye who's he podcast a proud member of the doctor who podcast alliance if you'd like to get in touch with us here at the show please drop us an email at feedback at whose hyphen he.co.uk and please also visit our website which is at www.whos-he.co.uk you can also follow us on twitter at whose underscore he underscore podcast